0: How are we doing? Yeah. I'm good. How, how are you? How are we living? I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. That's um, nice. It's, we're recording on Father's Day. Or as Father's Father's I've been saying, day. as I've been saying all day, Father's Day. For Much our, our chagrin. Yep. Yep. Um, m- nobody was safe from it. My dad wasn't safe from it. I was like, your grand cats, they're doing great. Just so you know, they wish you a happy paw this day. Um. Michael wasn't safe from it.
1: It's fine. I hope um everyone had a good father's day. Yes. If you have fathers in your life, I yeah. hope they had a good time. Yeah. But you know who's not gonna have a good time? Us listening to this episode? Well, well me listening and you <laughs>
0: talking. <laughs> um kind of. Okay. Kind of. Because do you know what we're talking about today? I don't. Also, what is the podcast? Oh, this podcast? Yeah. This one right here? Mm hmm. This podcast? The one in your ears currently? Yes, in, in your ear holes. This one's Crime Culture. Hi. Hi. And that that's one's Caitlin. Oh, and I'm Caitlin, and that's Haley. Hi. I tried. I did my best. It wasn't enough. <laughs> and I didn't look at the schedule, so I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, well, then that's that's unfortunate because then my efforts yesterday when I realized that I had something else on the schedule to throw you off the scent were for nothing. Okay. I like switched it to like three different things to throw you off. And then oh. I just uh, Yeah. 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 Um and no. So today we are talking about this is this is actually a listener request. Oh. Um from our longtime listener, uh Sin slash Michaela, depending on what she's feeling that day, um and by that I mean, thankfully she answers to everything because we call her both. um But yeah, this is the Kennedy curse.
1: Ooh!
0: <gasps> I figured because okay. we've got Fourth of July coming up, um why not? Why not get really into the American spirit? Okay,
1: and can, that's what I we're can agree with today.
0: that. Sure. Yeah.
1: So uh there's been some fucked up families, but this one
0: This one's got some demons. Girl, this is giving the glee curse a run for its money, let me tell you. Yeah. Like, oops, all curses. This is this Perfect. is something else. So some background. So in 1969, Senator Ted Kennedy had to give a televised apology to the nation because he pled guilty to fleeing the scene of a car accident we're going to get into it Um, he basically fled the scene but also you know kind of forgot that there was a woman in the car and left her there and oh I should mention this car was actively sinking into a tidal pond so there's a lot happening here there's a lot happening happening? (laughs) Ted Kennedy is apologizing for fleeing the scene of an accident in which a woman died because he left her in the car he saved himself But in this televised apology, he mentions that he had wondered, quote, whether some awful curse did actually hang over all the Kennedys, end quote. So that press conference was the first time that one of the Kennedys would publicly acknowledge this curse, But it was not a coincidence that he had mentioned it, because according to the New York Times, this speech was arguably more of a a PR stunt. And it had actually been crafted by several speechwriters, including Ted Sorensen, who had served as the speechwriter for Ted's brother, uh, former president John F. Kennedy. Mm -hmm. So according to Edward Klein in his 2001 novel, The Kennedy Curse, Why Tragedy Has Haunted America's First Family for 150 Years, which this book has a 3.63 out of 5 on Goodreads with over 1,700 reviews. Okay, Um, A lot of people reading this book. It was actually Bobby Kennedy who first wondered if their family was cursed, recognizing the parallels between what had happened to his family and what was written about in Greek tragedies, Hmm. particularly the impacts of family curses and the sins of a father that would haunt later generations. However, the Kennedy curse began long before ted long before bobby long before a lot of things which we will be getting into Mm -hmm. um so some background joe senior jose joseph kennedy patrick kennedy senior um He was a highly successful businessman. He made millions trading stocks, being a liquor import and real estate tycoon. He served as a bank president, a politician. At one point, he even owned a Hollywood studio like this, dude made money. Mm -hmm. And conspiracy theorists have maintained that the Kennedy patriarch committed crimes like bootlegging to make his fortune and basically just fucked over any and everyone. Um, According to The New Yorker, these crimes were often mentioned, quote, in the same breath, end quote, as the mention of tragedies that struck the Kennedys, quote, assuming that there is a dark pattern in the way things happen, end quote. So whether you believe that or not, uh, there was no doubt that Joe Sr. was driven and just as he had achieved greatness, he strived for his children to do the same. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that's a lot of pressure for any kid. But unfortunately, the first Kennedy to feel the brunt of his ambition and be victim to the Kennedy curse was his eldest daughter, Rosemary. Yeah. So, yeah. This Rosemary is, is lesser known. Rose- this is bad. Um, Rosemary was thought to have not gotten oxygen enough oxygen when she was born um as well, she grew up do you she... know why because i'm um, caught like a deer in the headlights
1: i was i was listening to uh, this is gonna spoil a little bit of what happens to her but i was listening to a podcast episode about lobotomies and mm-hmm. uh they were talking about her early childhood and her birth mm-hmm. and apparently mm-hmm. i don't this is this is secondhand from another podcast so take this mm-hmm. with a grain of salt but what and, I, and what i that heard, podcast uh, what i heard okay. what i heard was um <laughs> the doctor was like running late or something like that or the doctor i wasn't know what coming. you're gonna say and they I told her to keep her legs this. together
0: yes i remember actually hearing this a long time ago i do think that is whether or not that is canonical for rosemary i do know that is that was a common practice and i That's do remember hearing this about her absolutely wild yes You hear that you hear that the sound of the sound of the police they're coming um everybody take cover anyway so but yeah so as she grew up because of this issue when she was born what what it may be um oh my god they're really common aren't they um she started suffering from seizures and developmental delays and as her siblings would put it, they didn't really like notice at first. And then they started hitting milestones that she wasn't hitting yet. Yeah. Um, But even still, like they loved being with her. They loved hanging out with her. Like they were, she was very close to some, to, to like her, to her siblings. Um, and her family, her parents sent her to schools for the intellectually disabled to try to ensure that she would get extra time and attention spent on her. But, By the time she was in her early 20s, she began experiencing what were called violent mood swings and outbursts and just things that made her disabilities much more difficult to hide Mm -hmm. than when she was a child. So in 1941, when she was 23 years old, Joe Sr., who was very subconscious of the stigma of mental illness, mental disabilities, um, and also very focused on what we'll talk about later, his son's political future... Decided to force Rosemary to undergo an experimental new procedure called a prefrontal lobotomy. Ugh. He also chose not to inform his family until after it was completed. That's absolutely insane. Why? Yeah. Um, at the time, NPR said the operation was widely considered to be, quote, easier than curing a toothache, end quote. <laughs> um, yeah, we know more now. And this lobotomy was botched leaving yeah. rosemary with the intellectual capabilities of a two-year-old and for months afterwards she wasn't even able to walk or talk yeah um that's, yeah that's so messed she, up prior to this she was going on like tours of europe with her sister like just yeah I she was she of, was delayed she wasn't incapacitated
1: yeah she was delayed and i i had also heard again what i had also heard was that she was considered a a a troublesome girl yes that um that she was doing things that could potentially negatively affect her brother's political careers yes
0: yes so they were like
1: we got to get this bitch under control and also like her developmental problems
0: and that's why they ultimately decided to do the lobotomy which yes it was largely these outbursts that you're mentioning yeah yeah which is
1: no way to treat anybody and also no Fuck you. She can have a future and not just your precious sons.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, But yeah, so because of this, she was hidden away. She spent the rest of her life being cared for in private institutions. And for the next two decades, she was cut off from her family. Like, literally, they were not even allowed to discuss her unless they were being super vague because Joe Sr. believed that the knowledge of her disability would damage political ambition
1: yeah again crazy you're gonna like the minute you do something like that to your family who you did this to Mm -hmm. that I think is the start of the curse it's like yes
0: because you would do something like this that's why you're cursed I think I think I I think we talked about sins of the father I think that plays a lot of roles here yeah um but yeah rosemary remained institutionalized until her death in 2005 at the age of 86 remember she went into an institution at 23 yep um her younger sister eunice kennedy shriver those they had always been particularly close eunice gave the the eulogy at rosemary's funeral um and growing up throughout their lives eunice was really bothered by and heartbroken over how rosemary had been treated because of her disability Mm. and as a result she founded what she called camp shriver in 1962 which was described as quote an experimental backyard day camp where young people with intellectual disabilities could explore their strengths and talents eunice also invited local volunteers without intellectual disabilities knowing how sports can unite people of all abilities end quote and this experimental day camp that eunice started in her backyard would go on to become the special olympics
1: wow yeah i didn't know that that's crazy that is
0: it yeah that's why we have the
1: special olympics damn mm-hmm. you could start something in your backyard and it can be like a fucking national treasure not
0: Na- international yeah they have an international special olympics now too it's wild um and that is something that's obviously very close to my heart so i've known this one f- i've known this story for a while and yeah. like the whole thing but i didn't know obviously like what led eunice or what led rosemary to be treated so horribly yeah, yeah. um but yeah um slight slight uplift on the special olympic scale but uh the next tragedy struck and it struck quickly um and it hit the eldest kennedy son Joseph Patrick Kennedy, Jr., who was born in 1915, just after the end of his grandfather, John Francis Honeyfitz Fitzgerald's second term as the mayor of Boston was ending. Mm -hmm. Um, And Joe Jr. was groomed for high office from the very beginning because his grandfather even announced to the local papers, quote, this child is the future president of the nation. End quote. Damn yeah that's a lot to put on a baby yeah um but basically the whole the whole reason for this with the kennedys and the fitzgeralds was they were very hungry to prove themselves because ambitious irish catholics were still looked down on by like the upper crust old money people of new england Mm -hmm. and so joe jr was groomed for political office literally his entire life as a result and like to the point that his family did everything they could to ensure that he would someday take the oval office um he was given a first-rate education at connecticut's choate boarding school now known as choate rosemary hall um that was where he was awarded a trophy for the best student in both quote scholarship and sportsmanship Mm. End quote. Um, And this was followed by a coveted spot at Harvard University, where he was involved in over a dozen extracurricular activities, including five sports and student government. All right. Um, Yeah. Joe Sr. is really pushing him. Um, But before he could finish his studies at Harvard, Joseph enlisted as a pilot in the U.S. Navy Reserve in 1941 and trained to be a naval aviator before being dispatched to England in 1943. Mm hmm. And while he was there, he was the only Kennedy who was able and willing because their mother Rose objected to her marrying a Protestant um, to attend the May 1944 wedding of his sister Kathleen Kick Kennedy Mm. to William Cavendish, who was England's Marquess of Hartington. All right. Um, And that same year, Joseph Jr. was deemed eligible to return home. After completing 25 combat missions. But that August, he volunteered for a top secret assignment called Operation Aphrodite. And that involved him flying a B 24 bomber that was controlled by radios. And it was like basically full of bombs. And he was assigned to fly that over U boat pens, German U boat pens in the North Sea. Uh, so Joe Jr. and his co-pilot were supposed to guide their plane to the correct altitude and then parachute out, and it was going to be this whole big thing. Um, but instead, the explosives detonated early while they were flying over the eastern coast of England, and it killed them instantly. Ooh. Joe Jr. was 29 years old and, wow. again, supposed to come home yeah. and was his father's pick for president for achieving all of his father's political aspirations like he was the one he was the chosen one the golden child um so the details surrounding joe jr's final mission and death were kept a secret until the end of the war um but the cause of the explosions remains a mystery to this day nobody Mm. knows how or why these exploded um and then in a family family memorial joe's brother john you may have heard of him um wrote quote his worldly success was so assured and inevitable that his death seems to have cut into the natural order of things end quote and then to just really twist the knife just a few weeks after Joe's death Joe Jr's death um kicks husband William Cavendish was then killed by a German sniper in Belgium Belgium oh jeez yes um and let's let's we'll talk about kick Kit. Yes. Kick. I keep wanting to say Kit. Her name was Kick. Um, actually, she got her nickname for her spirited and headstrong nature as a kid. And that definitely showed when she married William Cavendish and became Lady Hardington. Um, after he died, but like I said, her mother refused to let anybody go to the funeral. I mean, go to the wedding because she was marrying a Protestant and they were very, very, yeah. very, 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 very Catholic. Um, but so after her husband died, Kick eventually became involved with England's eighth Earl Fitzwilliam, who was in the process of divorcing his wife. Oh, yep. Not <laughs> probably not. Not an ideal time. Not an ideal time. Um, and I'm not surprised that given her last marriage, her mother Rose once again popped in and expressed her disapproval of Kick marrying yet another Protestant. And even warned her that if she did marry lord Fitzwilliam, she would be disowned by the family and financially cut off um but it's so fucking stupid it's so dumb like i'm not i'm not like super good with like religions
1: and everything but aren't like catholics and protestants like different flavors of the same cake
0: yes but the reason why they became different flavors were because the chefs were fighting all right um henry the eighth the whole reason for the church of england for protestantism is because he wanted more wives he didn't want more wives he just wanted to divorce his wife and get another wife and then another wife and then we've all seen six yeah um but yeah so it's 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 stupid but there's so much history there it's so much to explain Um, The point is, TLDR, Rose Kennedy was a diehard Catholic, and she refused to let any naysayers sully the family. Um, However, when Rose learned that her dad, Joe Sr., was going to be traveling to France in May 1948, she decided to take the opportunity to visit him and personally ask him for his blessing. So she and her little her little fiance, Lord Fitzwilliam, they chartered a 10 seat private plane and set off from Paris towards the Riviera. And this plane, it, it got caught in a storm. There was severe turbulence. And basically when they got out of the clouds, they realized the plane was in a deep dive moments huh. away from impact. Yes. Yes. So, despite the pilot's attempts to pull up, the strain on the plane proved to be too much, and it disintegrated, and all four people on board were killed instantly.
1: Absolute nightmare,
0: worst uh, nightmare of my life. Mm-hmm. And kick was just twenty-eight years old, one year younger than her brother when he died. Yeah, stop going in airplanes too. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. second airplane incident. Um, she was particularly close to her brother John. But because of her status essentially as like the black sheep of the family, like she had already married one Protestant and was actively going to marry another, Um, her father was the only member of the Kennedy family who attended her funeral. Damn. Yeah. So then back to JFK. Following the death of his older brother, Joe Jr., um, John became the family's new hope for churning out America's first Catholic president of the United States after joe jr died joe senior turned his focus to him who immediately saw it coming jfk once told a friend quote now the burden falls on me end quote which again that's pretty it's fucking fucking sad the air and the spare type shit yeah that's pretty fucking sad um so Joe senior basically helped him begin his political career he would call his contacts to get favors he spent tens of thousands of dollars on JFK's campaigns and reportedly Joe senior said quote we're going to sell Jack like soap flakes end quote ew I don't like this guy well but the selling worked because after but
1: he's just monetizing his
0: children oh absolutely he's he's mama during he He walked so Chris Jenner could run, yeah, except I don't know i this one's a bit more icky in my opinion, but either way um j f k he served in the House of Representatives, he served in the Senate, and then finally he won the nineteen sixty presidential election. He was the youngest person to hold the office of president of the united states mm-hmm. and John, along with his equally popular wife, um, an editor and socialite named Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy, Um, the two of them just symbolized optimism and like this energy of that period in America, like the early 60s. And even though they were publicly idolized in the press, they suffered several private tragedies. Um, Jackie's pregnancies, all of them were difficult and their hopes for having a family were were repeatedly just like torpedoed Mm. Um, her first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage her second ended in a stillbirth her third pregnancy resulted in the birth of a healthy baby girl in 1957 their daughter caroline and then their son john jr followed in 1960 and even though he was born premature he also grew up to be healthy so when Jackie became pregnant again in 1963, she was understandably like hopeful because, OK, we've got two healthy babies, but worried um, while facing mm-hmm. her third trimester. So on the morning of August 7, 1963, she started experiencing labor pains and was taken by helicopter to a birthing suite previously set up for her at Otis Air Force Base Hospital And there she gave birth to their son, Patrick, via emergency C-section at 12.52 PM. But he drew almost no air. Mm. Um, By the time the president arrived, 40 minutes later, doctors had placed Patrick, who was 4 pounds and 10 ounces, in an oxygen-supplied incubator. And as it turned out, Patrick had infant respiratory distress syndrome, which basically is his lungs are underdeveloped, so he can't breathe. And so just 39 hours after he was born, he died of complications despite multiple desperate attempts to save him. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I did not know this. Yeah. I don't know about terrible. you. I didn't know this. Um, and I also didn't know that similar to Rose Ma- the tragedy with Rosemary, Patrick's death wasn't without impact either. Um, it raised awareness of infantile re- respiratory diseases and syndromes. And such a high profile death actually sparked so much interest in it by the public that there was now like a desire to research and cure neonatal diseases which by that at that time was the cause of death for thousands of children every year
1: yeah i mean i was just gonna say this probably happens like every day at several different hospitals just not to famous people so it's not yeah being talked about and
0: mothers aren't getting that information Yeah. And now now the mothers are getting this information and they're researching to try to find out what they can do to prevent it, because you don't hear about this as much anymore. Yeah. Um, And this is why, because in addition to funding private research and development, President Kennedy granted two hundred sixty five million dollars for research into neonatal medicine, which would go on to save countless lives Mm -hmm. through the medical advances that resulted. Damn. Like yeah. Um, But Patrick's death was not the only hardship that um, John and Jackie's family was dealt in 1963. Um, We'll talk about his political career. So in three short years, he was one of the most active presidents of the 20th century. He laid the groundwork for civil rights and economic reforms. Um, He... Did some not so great stuff that laid the groundwork for conflicts in Vietnam and Cuba. Um, But he, it's like it's like we've got some ups and then we've got some downs. then we've got some ups and then we've got some downs. No one's perfect. Um, Yeah, he led the way for American entry into space. Um, He promised to put astronauts on the moon by the end of the '60s. And if anybody has ever seen even Stevens, we all know that we went to the moon in 1969. Mm -hmm. Um, he was also very active in Democratic party affairs, which is why he traveled to Dallas in november nineteen sixty three to mediate a local political dispute. And so, as How did he it wrote, go, <laughs> let me fucking tell you, <laughs> um, not good, as he was riding through the streets of the city on november twenty second nineteen sixty three in an open-topped convertible greeting constituents with Jackie sitting by his side and Texas Governor John Connolly and First Lady of Texas Nellie Connolly seated in front of them, Um, a former U.S. Marine named Lee Harvey Oswald, who had embraced Marxism and defected for a time to the Soviet Union, uh, shot President Kennedy through the head from a sixth-floor window of the Texas School Book Depository
1: and we're and yada yada yading through this
0: like this is could be its own episode podcast yes. series oh like, several yeah. of these i'm not glossing over them that doesn't sound like like that doesn't that feels icky to say but i am not going into as much detail not just yeah. because we have a we're whole talking, episode to get through yeah we will be talking curse. about these cases we will be talking yeah. about these cases we're talking yes. about the fact that all of this happened to the same family yes yeah. yes um yeah president kennedy was pronounced dead just 30 minutes later and yeah. i think we've all at some point seen that photo of jackie holding his head in her lap i'm getting emotional like that's how well, yeah, that's you've how seen,
1: like people have seen the, <sighs> the zapruder film and everything
0: it's like yeah 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 it's it was like it, it without a doubt one of the most tragic moments in our country's history yeah um he was he was forty six years old and had only been in office for one thousand and thirty six days, so not even three years, yeah, and he had accomplished so much, but he was so young when he was killed. and uh, unsurprisingly, like his death didn't just shock the country. it shocked the world. Everyone was just fucking devastated. yeah, um and Oswald never stood for trial for murder because while he was being transferred after being taken into custody he was shot and killed by jack ruby a distraught nightclub owner in dallas Mm -hmm. um and because he was killed before he could be properly questioned and or prosecuted um that just kind of sparked elaborate conspiracy theories about his motives um which we'll also talk about. There's so much to talk about with this particular yeah. with this particular case. Um, a dedicated investigation conducted by the Warren Commission found no evidence of conspiracy, but multiple polls conducted in the 21st century have consistently shown that over 60% of Americans believe that this assassination was part of a conspiracy and that the true nature of the assassination is part of a government cover-up.
1: Well, I also think conspiracy so is,
0: is so much more
1: prevalent in people now than it mm. was back then, too. It's like you hear about we've had episodes where people talk about some very interesting conspiracy theories um, that I some I would say are
0: unhinged. But at the same time, one of those episodes was we talked about Free Britney. Yeah. And um and those and for those who do want to know, um, want to listen to those episodes, that is episode one thirty-five and one eighty-four. Oh, we're so on top of it. Oh! Um it's almost like we know what we're doing. <laughs> but yeah, regardless, this is without a doubt one of the most famous presidential assassinations in US history and yeah. arguably the incident most people will point to when discussing whether or not there is a Kennedy curse. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it was just a week later that this so-called, quote-unquote, curse of the Kennedys began to solidify because Jackie, who had already been known for shaping her family's image, everybody wanted to be like her, be like their family. And she was largely, she was a magazine editor. She was a book editor. She was very, she knew what was in and what wasn't. mm mm-hmm. um, she was known for shaping her family's image her husband's presidency all of that and so she invited a life magazine reporter to her home on cape cod for an exclusive interview cape cod massachusetts um, where she said quote there will be great presidents again but there will never be another camelot end quote Um, which is kind of a famous quote from her about this and a week a week after her husband is Murdered that she is saying this that she's Got this eloquence Um, And she continued quote you must think Of this little boy sick So much of the time reading History reading the knights of the round Table reading Marlborough. For Jack history was full of Heroes end quote So We're laying that groundwork because we Know about Camelot and Camelot In and of itself was cursed Um, Mm -hmm. Like We all know the story Um, so just that parallel that was drawn and then over the next few years as Robert F. Kennedy, um, JFK's younger brother, RFK, as he was known, um, as he was grieving for his brother, he started to see the parallels between his family and not just Camelot, but like I said before, the ancient Greeks. Yep. So as author Daniel Mendelssohn later wrote in the New Yorker, it, it made sense, um, he said, quote, Athenian drama returns obsessively as we do every November twenty second, every November twenty second, to the shocking and yet seemingly inevitable spectacle of the fallen king of power and beauty and privilege violently laid low. End mm. quote. So a year later, not even um, seven months after his brother was assassinated on June 19th, 1964. Tragedy almost struck again when a young senator, Edward Ted Kennedy, issued a late vote in favor of the U.S. Senate passing the Civil Rights Act, which it did. Mm -hmm. And then he rushed to the airport and boarded a small chartered plane from Washington to Massachusetts. I know. No more flights (laughs) and no more cars with open roofs. Um. He was to accept the nomination in Massachusetts for a full term in the Senate at the State Democratic Convention. Um, Also on the plane were the convention's keynote speaker, Indiana Senator Birch Bay, and his wife Marvella, and his legislative aide Edward Moss, Um, which it's just striking me now that we have Birch and Moss on this plane. Um, But as they approached the Westfield, Massachusetts airport, low clouds and fog made for difficult flying conditions and the plane lost altitude and crashed in an orchard not far from the runway Mm. uh the pilot edwin zimney and moss were killed while the rest of the passengers did survive including ted but he was left badly injured with two broken ribs three broken vertebrae in his spine and a collapsed lung and federal investigators later blamed the crash on a pilot error Mm. Um, ted's brother bobby told the media after the incident quote there are more of us than there is trouble the kennedys intend to stay in public life good luck is something you make and bad luck is something you endure end quote Mm -hmm. so and and meanwhile again remember that bobby privately is also ruminating on this whole like could there be a curse could there be a curse um just four years after this though we've got we'll talk about bobby kennedy So he was a senator in New York after he had served as the U.S. Attorney General between 1961 and 1964. Um, From a young age, Bobby, who was the seventh son of, or the seventh child of Joseph and Rose Kennedy's nine children, he really struggled to, like, stand apart from his siblings. Um, For example, he served in the U.S. Navy during World War II like his brothers, but he even sailed a short cruise on a destroyer ship, called the USS Joseph P. Kennedy Jr. All it right. was literally named for his brother. So this is all the stuff that he's having to live up with. He's in the Navy. His brothers were both in the Navy. Yeah. Um, like, it's just it's it's he's trying to prove himself here. Um He earned a law degree from the University of Virginia, where he originally actually was a conservative and served as a senatorial aide to infamous conservative Joseph McCarthy. Mm. And he actually disavowed McCarthy and conservatism after McCarthy's bullying during the Red Scare, Mm -hmm. which basically, long story short, McCarthy started calling in everyone and anyone and being like, you're a communist. It was a modern day Salem witch trials. Um, So after he leaves conservatism bobby then devoted himself to liberal liberalism and specifically his brother john's presidential campaign and was subsequently appointed the attorney general of the united states at the insistence of joe senior mm-hmm. literally this was some nepotism
1: yeah of um
0: course. so by 1960 like joe seniors literally like you know it would be even better than having the son be president let's have my other son be the attorney general mm-hmm. um By the way, no one talk about Rosemary. Um, So by 1968, RFK was following in the footsteps of his late brother as a leading candidate for the Democratic presidential nomination. And he had already won the nomination in South Dakota. And then he won the California primary on June 5th, 1968. And both of those were crucial races that were basically... Clinching that he would be the Democratic presidential nominee. And we've talked about um, RFK in other episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. Specifically, I want to say, I feel like we did this last year, but it seems like that was not, it seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it seems like it was also very long ago that we talked about the murder of Harvey Milk. But Uh he had, we talked about RFK then because he had a lot of ideals that really would have changed our country for the better. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> so, did he get on a flight? No, he did not get on a flight. I'm I'm actually a little surprised you don't know this. Um moments after he won um the the California primary, he was in the ballroom of the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, California when he was shot through the head with a .22 caliber revolver by sirhan sirhan who oh yeah yeah, a, yeah yeah 24 high school. year old you what i went to high school oh okay i thought you were about yes. to say you went to high school with him and i was like honey i don't think you have no i'm like maybe maybe but i doubt it um But he was a 24-year-old Palestinian-American man who claimed to have acted in retaliation for RFK's pro-Israeli stance during the 1967 Six-Day War. Um, But later interviews with Saran suggested that he was mentally unstable and that he had written endless variations of the phrase, "RFK quote, RFK must die, end quote, in his diary. I'd Um, say that's unhinged. Yep, a little bit. Um, As Bobby laid dying on the floor of the ballroom, um he asked a busboy if everybody else was okay and the busboy reassured him that everyone was and then he passed wow um yeah i've got chills just talking about that that i granted like uh, i was about to say spoiler alert this isn't really a spoiler alert this is tmi i'm getting my period very soon i can feel it and when i tell you i was getting emotional over this earlier i was like "He, he just wanted everyone to be okay it's fine um our, our democracy, as we know it, is dying. And part of it is because RFK was assassinated. But it's fine.
1: No one um, will ever
0: ask if anybody else is okay ever again. So don't no. worry about it. And I will never be okay ever again. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. Everybody take your pills. Um, so the assassination prompted a change in the mandate of the Secret Service, which subsequently allowed for the protection of presidential candidates as well as the president. That's probably pretty um, good. Yep. And this was yet another blow to the Kennedy family, not just because they had lost, at this point, three children, um, or three children had died, I guess I should say. Yeah. Because um, they also, I would argue, lost Rosemary. Um, but Bobby, first of all, he was a father of 11 kids. Oh, wow. Yes. Ooh, um, Irish Catholic. Irish Catholic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but he had also been acting as a father to John's children, Caroline and John Jr. Oh no! Like very involved. Yeah, to lose like, another surrogate father, father. Yes, so young. Four years after their father has died. Yeah. Um. So at Robert's funeral at New York Saint Patrick's Saint Patrick's Cathedral, mourners were lined up for twenty five blocks outside the door. That's Oof. how beloved this man was. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm getting chills. I'm getting upset. But let's circle back to the beginning of this episode. The reason why ted kennedy had to do that little apology so late on the ninth late on the ninth no um late on the night this is like a year not even a little over a year later after bobby is murdered um on the night of july 18th 1969 um senator ted kennedy left a party on the tiny island chappaquiddick in massachusetts chappaquiddick Mm -hmm. island to drop off another party guest a campaign worker named mary Jo Kopechny, Um and he was taking her back to the ferry landing so that she could go home mm-hmm. but while driving there he took a bridge called the dyke bridge and dike it's pride month um, it means something else um, ted lost control of the black oldsmobile he was driving and skidded off the bridge and crashed into Poucha Pond, P-O-U-C-H-A. Poucha Pond, but I think it's Pucha. Um But also this is Massachusetts, so it could mean pond for all we know. It could be yeah. pronounced. Um, so Ted was able to escape the sinking car and he swam to shore and promptly fled the scene walking back to his hotel as Kopechny remained trapped inside the car. You thought she'd just get her own fucking ride home then? Um, well, I he said... He claimed that he tried to save her. Um, but regardless, he only reported the crash to the police 10 hours later at 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And by that time, Kapechny's body had already been recovered from the sunken car. Yeah. So, sparking further confusion and speculation, the Dyke Bridge was on the eastern part of the island that connects the main part of Chappaquiddick with. A strip of beach that runs north to south okay and while there are some homes on that eastern strip of beach on the north end the party was not at one of them Kapekni didn't live there he was taking he was supposed to be taking her to ferry landing so there it is still a mystery why they were even even driving on that bridge in the first place yeah it has and it has never been answered he's been dead since 2009. could it have been done an affair It could have been dun 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 a affair or it could have been dun 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 the curse. Yeah well the affair could be or it could have been dun 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 yeah I'm saying it could have been dun 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 somebody tries some shit like it could be many things um but I'll tell you what we do know uh that is that Ted was found guilty of leaving the scene of an accident and received a two month suspended jail sentence and had his driver's license suspended for 16 months, which brings us to this press conference I mentioned earlier. Ted is on national television trying to explain this tragedy, saying, quote, all kinds of scrambled thoughts went through my mind, including such questions as whether some awful curse did actually hang over the, all the Kennedys, end quote. Um. So becoming infamously known first as the Chappaquiddick Incident and then eventually just Chappaquiddick, this pretty much destroyed Ted's hopes of ever becoming president like his brother. And they followed him throughout his entire political career, though he did get to keep his Senate seat. All Um, right. Yeah. We love rewarding straight white men. Um, And when he did eventually run in the 1980 Democratic presidential primaries, he lost to incumbent president jimmy carter who we love he builds houses we hope he's he's resting well um but this is clearly a greater tragedy than you know killing a person yeah um in 1988 he told 60 minutes quote that will remain with me for the for my whole life and quote that's great for you
1: yeah it's gonna remain with doesn't get
0: yeah. to yeah i was gonna say kopechny doesn't get to have a whole life yeah she she's you killed her you literally like fled like a coward. Um, but yeah, so there's actually a movie based on this particular crime and specifically the investigation that ensued titled Chappaquiddick. Uh, it premiered in 2018, starring Kate Mara as Mary Jo Capecney and Jason Clark from Pet Cemetery, and I think other things that Haley knows. Uh-huh. Um, but the, he's from, I know him from the Pet Cemetery remake. He plays Ted Kennedy. Uh, it has a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb with over 14,000 reviews. It's got a 73% Google score and an 80% Tomato Meter rating and 80 and a 68% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, with the critics' consensus quote: "Chappaquiddick can't help leaving some of this true story's most intriguing questions unanswered, but it's bolstered by outstanding work from Jason Clarke in the central role." End quote. Mm-hmm. So not not too not too shabby. Um, but that's not all for Ted. Because then in 1973, his 12-year-old son, Edward Jr., Jr. was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is a form Ugh. of bone cancer, in his right leg. And as a result, that leg was amputated successfully, but it had to be amputated in November mm-hmm. 1973. Um, the cancer did not recur. And then after his father lost his own battle with an aggressive form of brain cancer in 2009, oh. I know, um, Edward jr said, quote, my father taught me that even our most profound losses are survivable. And it is what we do with that loss, our ability to transform it into a positive event. That is one of my father's greatest lessons. End quote. Hmm. Um, two years later, another perceived example of the Kennedy curse is notable Connecticut fuck boy, Michael Skakel, the yeah. nephew of Bobby Kennedy and his widow, Ethel. And we've talked about this one already on yep. our 88th episode. Um, The murder of Martha Moxley, but just kind of to breeze on through on October 30th, 1975, Skakel bludgeoned Martha, who was his neighbor in Greenwich, Connecticut, to death in a jealous rage. And both of them were 15 at the time of the murder. Yep. 15. I remember that. Um, like I said, you can listen to episode 88 t- to hear more about that. But in a classic case of white male privilegeitis, Skakel went on to escape accountability until he was arrested for Moxley's murder in January 2000. 25 years later. Yeah. Or 24 and some change. But either way, he was convicted two years after that. And in January 2003, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Bobby's son, wrote what is still considered a controversial article in the Atlantic Monthly entitled, quote, a miscarriage of justice, insisting that Skakel's indictment, quote, was triggered by an inflamed media and that an innocent man is now in prison, end quote. Mm. And he argued that there was more evidence suggesting that Kenneth Littleton, who was the live-in tutor for the Skakel family, had killed Moxley. Yes, let us blame a, like not upper class. Someone who's work employee, Yes, someone yeah. on... Yes. Um, so prosecutors... in So in 2013, Skakel was granted a new trial, freed on bail. Um, this decision was appealed, and the Connecticut Supreme Court ended up reinstating the conviction in 2016. But in 2017, the court vacated the conviction and ordered a new trial. So TLDR, Skakel remains free while awaiting this new trial, if it ever comes. Mm-hmm. Um, but... In 1984, we've got another incident. Um, So on June 5th, 1968, 12-year-old David Kennedy, the fourth son of Ethel, nay, Skakel, Kennedy, and Bobby's 11 children, um, he nearly drowned. But was saved by his father. The next day, he watched his father's assassination live on television.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah. So after such a traumatic childhood experience, David turned to recreational drug use to cope. Yeah, and don't blame this either. recreational usage. No, um, this recreational usage combined with a car accident he was in in 1973 left him with an opioid addiction. Um, mm yeah david went to rehab multiple times following minor overdoses but he continued to struggle with his disease until april 25th 1984 when he was found dead in a palm beach florida hotel room after overdosing on a combination of cocaine and prescription medication and he was only 28 Mm. and also he was 28 so we've got kick who died at 28 we've got john jr who died at 29 or joe jr who died at 29 um like it's just it's all very yeah they're all dying very young so then we've got 1991 not even a decade later and that is when ted kennedy's nephew 30 year old william kennedy smith was accused of raping a woman that he and the senator had met at a trendy nightclub called Aubar, Obar. bar o bar a u bar okay um during a bar hopping weekend near the kennedy family's vacation home in palm beach and according to a police affidavit the two men met a 29 year old woman and another young woman at the bar and smith asked for a ride back to the family's house um he and the complainant then walked along the beach after which smith allegedly violently raped her Hmm. um Now's a good time to also say, as a reminder for those who are just tuning in, we use alleged only to cover our own asses, not because we do or do not believe a victim. Um, It is simply because, for example, the Kennedys, I don't know if you've heard, they're kind of powerful. If they decided they wanted to sue us, um, we would be dead. We would simply have nothing to survive on and would simply pass away. Um, So that's why we use allegedly. So... Uh, this happens and at about 4 a.m. she called her two friends who picked her up at the kennedy's house and first they took her to their home then to her own home where she called a rape crisis center and then the police Mm -hmm. um because the trial was allowed to be televised live a bunch of cable news channels including cnn and the newly founded court tv it was like brand new at the time yeah um, they provided virtually nonstop coverage of the trial and created just a trove of tabloid fodder, much to the Kennedys' delight, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, however, most outlets chose not to identify the accuser, whose face was covered by a blue blob during her testimony. Okay. And at trial, Smith said that he and the complainant had engaged in sex, but it had been consensual. However, three women were willing to testify that Smith had sexually assaulted them in the 1980s and that these assaults weren't reported to the police, Mm -hmm. but their testimony was all excluded on the grounds that a pattern of behavior reported, the pattern of behavior reported wasn't similar enough to the details of the current case. So you've got three women saying he did this to me too. Yeah. And all three thrown out. Um, After Ted Kennedy gave an emotional testimony, Vanity Fair reported that Smith said of his uncle, quote, I think this process has been unfair to him, end quote. Because we all remember what Ted Kennedy essentially got away with. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, Smith was acquitted. It took the jury less than 75 minutes to reach a not guilty verdict. White men. Mm Mm-hmm. That brings us to 1997, New Year's Eve. Um, the sixth of bobby and ethel kennedy's children michael lemoyne kennedy who was a lawyer a father of three and a strong gun control advocate he was particularly outspoken in favor of a ban on assault weapons mm. in 1997 yeah um he was next to be um i i'm hesitant to say a victim of this curse because uh, I think that that makes this kind of too light um but he passed in a skiing accident while vacationing with his friends and family in Aspen Colorado which was a family tradition that his father had started like more than 30 years prior yeah um so according to the New York Times he had packed a water bottle with snow to make a like makeshift football and he had been tossing it around with relatives while skiing which was this game that the kennedys had played for decades and it was after four in the afternoon when which is when like the snow would turn icy and despite warnings from staff michael was not wearing a helmet Mm. and so when he was rushing to catch a water bottle he lost control of one of his skis and careened headfirst into a tree suffering severe injuries And two hours later, he was pronounced dead at Aspen Valley Hospital, and he was just 39 years old. Jesus. Like a year, I want to say, younger than, or older than Bobby when he died. Yep. His father. Um, His funeral was held at Hyannis Port, Massachusetts, on Cape Cod, on January 3rd, 1998. And the Washington Post called his death the latest in a family already, quote, defined almost as much by suffering and scandal as by its accomplishments, end quote. Mm. So next up, we've got the next biggie in 1999, um, and we're going to talk about JFK Jr. for a sec. Um, from an early age, he was all too familiar with the like tragedies associated with the Kennedy curse. Um, he was born. Fun facts, not so fun, but you know, uh, two weeks born two weeks after his father was elected president, and lost his father just before his third birthday. Jeez, yeah. So Jackie resolved to protect both of her children from prying eyes as best as she could. Um, As soon as she married, for example, shipping magnate Aristotle Onassis in 1968, she moved Caroline and John Jr. to Greece with her and was like, we're just gonna get you away from all of this. But despite this, the allure of him being JFK Jr. And I mean, quite frankly, like he was very much like his father, Um, in terms of like the playboy lifestyle and all of that, which we'll get into. Uh, He was a frequent target of the media, even while he was at school. People were just fascinated by him. Mm -hmm. Um, And while he was studying at Brown University, he became involved in contemporary liberal politics. He dabbled in acting. He then developed an interest in flying, taking lessons on piloting light aircraft. (laughs) Well, it's funny you say that. Because according to InStyle, before she died of cancer on May nineteenth, nineteen ninety-four, Jackie Kennedy Onassis made her son promise that he would not fly. Um, according to the biography, the fabulous the fabulous Bouvier sisters' tragic and glamorous lives of Jackie and Lee, which has a three point six five out of five on Goodreads with over twenty five hundred ratings. Well. On Jackie's deathbed, she also made Ted Kennedy and her partner Maurice Templesman promise to prevent her son from piloting a plane. Your mother has been through a lot. Your mother Don't has been fly. through so much. Um however, JFK Jr.'s passion for flying outweighed his mother's pleas, and so after her death, he began mm. working toward receiving his pilot's license. Um so the once proclaimed sexiest man alive by People magazine really was he was in tabloids all the time because he was like a playboy he was a player he was he he played he did a lot of playing um that's that's what the cool people say right uh he was in relationships with celebrities that you would definitely know everybody from like cindy crawford the supermodel uh daryl hannah whose ass we notably do not see in the end of splash if you're watching it on disney plus uh brooke shields sarah jessica parker um, and eventually he did get married. He settled down with uh, Carolyn Bassett, who was a high powered executive for Calvin Klein in mm-hmm. 1996. So like the rest of his life, uh, this marriage was highly publicized, which may have been a factor in their decision to ultimately go to marriage counseling. Um, and so they were working on their marriage. They were trying to like love each other better. Uh, highly commendable and with things kind of being patched up they're going stronger than ever john jr decides you know what i'm gonna fly myself my wife and her sister lauren beset from new jersey to massachusetts on the night of july 16th 1999 yeah lauren was to be dropped off at martha's vineyard airport while jfk jr and his wife would continue to barnstable municipal airport to attend the wedding of his cousin rory bobby's daughter to mark bailey here's the thing though um john jr only had about 300 hours of flying experience and was only qualified to fly under daylight hours. conditions yep and and also he's only done this in daylight he's he's really only qualified to fly in daytime So despite all of this, he rejected an offer of having one of his flight instructors accompany him him on the flight. Why? Yep. So when the plane stopped responding to communications and failed to arrive on schedule, it was quickly reported missing. Um, Wreckage and debris from the plane was found in the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of New Jersey, but it took five days for divers to find the bodies, leaving the Kennedys to wait for news and grieving over yet another tragedy instead of celebrating what should have been a happy moment for their family. Yeah, the bodies were eventually discovered several days later on the seabed. Um, It's thought that without the advantage of landmarks, John soon lost his way and then became disoriented during a descent over water at night, resulting in the plane crashing into the Atlantic. Um, This instantly killed the three passengers on board, John Jr., Carolyn and Lauren. And at the age of 38, John Jr. was only eight years younger than his father had been at the time of his assassination. Yeah. Um, And uh, so, again, we've got another young one we've like and another plane and another plane um so yeah that brings us to a decade later in 2009 Edward Jr and his brother Patrick Kennedy spoke to CNN and they said that they rejected the idea of a family curse with Patrick saying quote no no obviously my dad had a sense of spirituality that transcended his ability to face these problems you know in a way that would have otherwise paralyzed the normal person end quote and edward jr added quote the kennedy family has had to endure these things in a very open way but our family is just like every other family in america in many ways end quote so the younger generation is coming in and they're going curse what curse curse smurs uh
1: yeah that's that's how the beginning of the horror movie starts so you better accept the curse before the curse
0: accepts you well, it's funny you say that because one decade after these comments and a month after the 15th anniversary of Chappaquiddick, tragedy struck the next generation of the Kennedys when Saoirse Kennedy Hill, Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s 22 or Bobby Kennedy Sr.'s 22 year old granddaughter died of an accidental drug overdose on Ethel's compound in Hyannis Port, Massachusetts. Mm. Um Hill was rushed to Cape Cod Hospital where she was pronounced dead at the scene. And in 2016, Hill had actually written about her struggles with depression in a personal essay, sharing how it, quote, took root in the beginning of my middle school years and will be with me for the rest of my life, end quote, and describing the, quote, deep bouts of sadness that felt like a heavy boulder on my chest, end quote. The mm-hmm. Kennedy family said in a statement, quote, our hearts are shattered by the loss of our beloved Sertia her life was filled with hope promise and love end quote the statement also quoted ethel as saying quote the world is a little less beautiful today end quote ethel mm. was like 91 when she died yeah um she has already seen way too much loss yeah yeah um so that brings us to april 2020 april 2nd 2020 to be specific and another of bobby and ethel's granddaughters Maeve kennedy mckean nay Townsend. Um, she was a remarkable public health official she was working on AIDS like the AIDS epidemic Um, she just really look her up she was incredible Um, Mm -hmm. she was a human rights advocate she was really she did a lot of good Um, she went missing with her eight-year-old son Gideon um, at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in the United States Maeve and her husband, David, took their children to seek refuge at her mother, Kathleen Kennedy's house in Shadyside, Maryland. Um, After a kickball bounced into the Chesapeake Bay, Maeve and Gideon stepped into a canoe to retrieve the ball. But high winds pushed them dangerously far into open water. And before long, they were unable to make it back to shore. Oh, my God. So four days later on April 6th, divers found Maeve's body under 25 feet of water just over two miles south of her mother's home. And they then found Gideon's body two days later.
1: That's absolutely horrifying.
0: Yeah. do You, you don't remember this? No, I don't. I don't remember yeah, that happening.
1: I, I, I mean, there was I a lot of other this. shit happening. There was a lot of time, other shit so. going on.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I do remember vividly like following this.
1: Oh, my God. Um, and I was
0: surprised that a lot of the articles that I like was reading and researching this case not this case but this curse um a lot of them did not mention it and i was like well what about her like yeah yeah. what about like i vividly remembered this um yeah god um that seems to be the trend planes and water planes and water yeah um which brings us to is it really a curse um sounds like it to me yeah Uh, In his novel, Klein theorizes that the Kennedys had a special, quote, thrill-seeking gene, end quote, or that a rabbi had cursed Joe P. Kennedy Sr. when the two had gotten into an argument on a boat. Um, Others simply attributed the calamities to the conditions of Kennedy family life. Um, In his book, The Kennedy Curse Shattered, um, which is by, I don't know why I just said it like that. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> the Kennedy Curse Shattered, which is by Les Williams, um, and that has a it, it's 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 um what do you call it? It's not. It's it's well reviewed on Amazon, okay, but I was not really able to see much of a of a Goodreads okay um, rating for it, but. He argues Williams argues that Joe Kennedy seniors intense parroting style is to blamed is to blame
1: that um, sounds like it's a definitely plausible yeah thing
0: um, yeah Joe Kennedy was a lot of things and among them he was obsessed with power. he pushed his children to value ruthless ambition and their own exceptionalism and this could have led to their reckless behavior this could have led to them having one too many enemies and it could have made it so that a high pressure environment didn't allow for anything short of conventional success and all the pressures that come with that cause them to act like they are shooting for the moon like we hear about uh going too close to the sun flying too close to the sun all the time and so it could be that um and there is yeah there is some proof of it because look at joe kennedy senior's preoccupation with the reputation and how it harmed rosemary yeah exactly um so yeah i mean maybe the ultimate cause of the curse isn't genetics or a curse from an angry rabbi but it could just be something as simple as a thirst maybe even a desperation for power yeah um it does seem and- like an
1: awful lot Of things to happen to one family. But Mm -hmm. again, like all of these people are kind of, uh, I mean, a good portion of them were in the public eye. And like you said, it could create enemies,
0: being that some of them were killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Furthermore, in 2018, Klein, who wrote that book, like I said before, about the curse, um, he defended his claim about the misfortune experienced by the Kennedys, saying, quote, I've looked high and low and cannot find another family since the ancient Greek house of Atreus that has suffered more calamities and misfortunes than the Kennedys, end quote. I'm sure there are that they're just not famous people. Yes, yes. Um, Well, and even as far as famous people go, like, I would venture to argue, like, look at the Jacksons yeah they've they've suffered greatly um and uh, to quote another um author j randy tara who wrote four books on the kennedys um as tara told nbc news quote the humanity of their story is what keeps us engaged we peer behind the scenes of their wealthy lifestyle and we see for all the advantages they have tragedy can still happen end quote and yeah, I think that's the big thing here. Like I talked about all of these books that I've mentioned. They've got thousands of reviews, so people are forever captivated it seems by this um by by this saga. Um I I my mother I will I don't know how accurate this is, but apparently like that was something that some one of my grandmothers used to always say when something like bad would happen over and over and over again was, oh, it's like the Kennedys. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like it was just something that permeated public consciousness. Um, And I I mean, at, at the end of the day, Joe Kennedy Sr., desperately wanted to prove themselves the Ken, like prove that the kennedys and the fitzgeralds that they were unforgettable that they were that they wanted their names to be on everybody's tongue yeah and in everyone's memory to live on an in infamy to quote jfk um was that jfk I think it was hell no it's not i don't know Fuck. any fucking <sighs> famous president quotes i used to know I used to know all of them. It was FDR. Um my my history nerd roots are getting a little a little iffy. But um I think that he got what he wanted. He just didn't get it in the way that he was expecting. Yeah, he got it at the um, expense of So many generations of his, of his family. Like, at least like not even not even counting the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren i mean f- half of his children half of his children that's that's horrific yeah like at what cost so some people like i alluded to this at the beginning um the that some people believe that like oh like he made a deal with the devil and no i'm not so sure about that But I do think that he very well could have cursed his own family. Yeah, Um, with
1: his, like, intensity and desire for so much power.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very, and I should also maybe mention that, so at the end of the of after the Chappaquiddick incident, so after most of his children have had have either died or had near-death experiences that is when joe senior died yeah he he outlived three of his children yeah like girl girl yeah it's a lot (sighs) and and interesting that based on that a lot of the the curse kind of died down after he died And then it and then it picked the fuck
1: back up, but like yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't as intense because maybe he wasn't pushing, he wasn't there to push. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if
0: that was it, like if it was a lack of that pressure. Yeah. Um, like my grandma always talks about um, being the good Catholic lady that she is. She doesn't think this is as witchy as it as I think it sounds. But there's such a thing as a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. There's such a thing as people wishing bad for you because they simply do not want to see you do well. Yeah. Um, Both of those things can have very real effects on a person's life. Um, and I don't know. I think that that, that that contributed to this. I think that all of these people... They just, for as charmed a life as they lived, they had a lot of bad luck. Yeah. But yeah, that's the end of the Kennedy curse. Dang. Less of a bummer, but still quite a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer.
1: Yeah. Uh, Especially um, for all the innocent people that came like Mm. generations and generations after. It's like, well, do we all have to be a part of this? What yeah. if we just want to be what if we just want to like own a
0: small business exactly or what if we just want to i don't know i would argue that the most recent instance of the kennedy curse is that motherfucker who the anti-vaxxer that is that has announced his candidacy for presidents yeah, um, i don't even hashtag free cheryl hines and that it's not joe kennedy jr jr or whichever one he is joe kennedy the third Oh, first of all beautiful man one it's 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 the one that's hot for a ginge okay yeah <laughs> and that's not what i say that is what i've heard so many people say my brother's a ginge i love him desperately um but yeah um he's not the one the so he is he was in the house of representatives now he is like an ambassador for northern ireland or something like that um like he's 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 a dead ringer like you look at him and you just know that he is a kennedy like does that make sense um like he just i i think that as long as we can keep him off a plane and away from bodies of water we may actually like he's got very similar ideals to bobby kennedy who i believe was his grandfather or great grandfather or his grandfather um his grandfather i just looked um and he looks he's a, again he looks so much like his his grandfather it's yeah. spooky um but yeah no he's not the one who is running um robert f kennedy jr is the one who is running and he is hella anti-vax and um let's all try to make good choices shall we folks <sighs> um sure you to vote yep 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 yeah like, yeah that's the Kennedy curse. Well, damn. Well, damn. Um
1: we have a website, which is crimeculturepodcast dot com. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we have a discord, which is like a little messaging type app. We share yeah. spoiler alerts and uh pictures of our pets and arts and crafts and a whole bunch of stuff, recommendations. Um so message us for the link to that and we will send it to you. Um we have an email crimeculturepod at gmail dot com Patreon search crime culture on Patreon join for as little as a dollar as much as whatever you want uh different rewards at every level. Oh, what is your palate cleanser before we go? I was hoping you'd ask cuz I came prepared of this course. time. Of course. Palate cleanser um, is a non-true crime related uh thing because true crime can be a bummer, so this is not a bummer to have you drift off to the rest of your day with.
0: Yeah, sure. 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 Okay. sure. We we love a we love a serotonin boost. Yep. Um yeah. So I actually was going to literally message you crying about this last night, but I did not. Oh no! Um, actually, and that give, that brings me to I have two things. Um, and it wasn't last night; it was the night before last. So the night okay. before last, I watched a movie that everybody should see, um, and particularly if you have a girl in your life, I recommend giving her the book. That this was based on okay and it's called are you there god it's me margaret
1: oh i've wanted to see this movie it looks so hail, good hail, you
0: gotta see it holy shit it holy so shit good. it's such a good movie they judy bloom let me tell you something about my girl judy judy Bloom, new jersey native hell new jersey native and she speaks very well of new jersey yeah um she is very selective she understands that young minds they be molded um she's very selective about what she says what she does but also she was very selective about her stuff getting made into movies Yep. because she knows how this can be taken into a turn. Um, A non-spoiler for you for this movie, uh, Judy Blume makes a cameo, (gasps) but when she gave permission to have this movie made, that gave me high hopes and they were, I was absolutely not disappointed. It's a delight to watch. I I highly, I highly, 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 highly recommend if you have a girl in your life, I was not allowed to read this book when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not even know why I wasn't allowed. I thought it was because they talk about like long story short, Margaret is um, like 12. She's like going through puberty. And I thought that might be why Uh I wasn't allowed to watch this movie or read this book. Well, I wasn't allowed to read the book. The movie wasn't out yet. I thought that might've been why that is not why, but I will leave it to y'all to not get it spoiled. Um, But definitely read the book. Definitely watch the movie you don't have to be a girl you don't have to be of that age but if you are also looking for a gift for a girl a young girl please gift her this book Um, it's there's a reason why it is so beloved by so many generations that book came out I want to say in the 70s it came out like I want to say 1970 late 60s Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a reason why it still holds such a place in so many people's hearts yeah Um, highly highly recommend but also michael and i went to a hi-fi bar the other night like last night and not only did they have cocktails which like great fine whatever every bar has cocktails you're not unique they had mocktails and let Me tell you, Haley, I had a mocktail that was so good that I paid $10, not once, not twice, but twice for it. It damn near knocked me off my ass. It was so good. It had beet juice. It had pineapple juice. It had orange juice. It had lemon. It had a giant ass ice cube. It had a little thing of dried pineapple that I was munching on. When I tell you this was the best cocktail that is non-alcoholic that I have ever had in my entire fucking life. Delish it was so fucking good it was so 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 good and it was so pretty because of the beet juice it was a little earthy but it was very sweet but it was like weirdly like creamy
1: they're doing like uh, a big resurgence for the summer like there more people are talking about mocktails this year than i've heard in years past which yeah fun and you've already
0: heard much of them in years past because of me and your husband yeah Though there's there's another mocktail out there besides the Shirley Temple, y'all. And it's whatever this thing that I had was. Uh, also,
1: if you want or like an actual cocktail um, at weddings and um, bars now, I've been asking for just a Shirley Temple, but with tequila in it. And Shirley Temple Black. Well, Shirley Temple Black, I think is with vodka.
0: You can the, when I have ordered it for other people, because I, I don't remember if I ordered it for you. I'm, it must have been for you. Probably. When I ordered it, she said the bartender said vodka or tequila.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Just ask for it with vodka. I mean tequila. Yeah, I prefer tequila with your heart. But you know, you do. You go with whatever your vibe. Your heart says. Um, yeah. So and your liver. You, yeah. Go for it if you can and wish to drink. And other people are getting I, Shirley
0: Temples. You can throw uh-huh. a little tequila in there. Why not? Uh huh. That's that's exactly and then a pro pro tip though if you are the me in the situation who is fetching the shirley temple and the yeah make sure you know which one's which have someone else do a little sippy sip so that you don't make a mistakey steak um but that's all that's it That's that's what we got that's fun are you there god it's me margaret with a beet based cocktail i know it sounds weird but let me tell you that shit was hit i paid 20 dollars for two cocktails no nah, I, I could totally, have gotten a diet coke
1: i totally get stuff that has like weird flavors um i was in san antonio recently and we went to an ice cream place and i got um an ice cream that was goat cheese based so you always have the like not yeah. in a bad way I but do, like you I always go for the weird ones i know i always They're do weird so ice cream interesting flavors.
0: They're I always do, so interesting. I
1: won't do... There was, like, a, a mac and cheese one. I won't do that. And nah. I won't do, like, a... I think there's, like a, like, a fried chicken one from Salt and Straw. I don't think I really want huh. that. Mm. Um, that salt, one would depend. Well, Salt and Straw also does, like, breast milk ice cream and, like, other... Yeah. <laughs> no. Other interesting no. ones. They've done ones. Speaking bugs, of curses.
0: They've done one bugs, with, like, Bugs, I'm fine blood. with. That is a no. Yeah. That is a no. That and the breast milk. Like, I... Mm-mm. Nah no my favorite ice cream is one from a place in the lower east side that is um olive oil ice cream and elliot always makes fun of me for it but i'm just saying there's an olive oil ice cream by me that is made with olive oil from california and i think it also has like an orange drizzle that is made from oranges in orchards right by me Haley. okay fine i guess i'll just have to move there (laughs) anyway the the conspiracy to get Haley to move closer to me continues a (laughs)
1: sham um This has been Crime Culture, and we will see you next Tuesday. Okay. All right, bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh, and yesterday was June, 2.